And now we should be in Technicolor. Technicolor. Technicolor grandeur. Why do they call it Technicolor? Panavision. Was Panavision before Technicolor? You don't know. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I should have paid more attention in the Disney Family Museum part of this. Both of them were like just trademarked sort of color. Oh, you're, you're saying they're the same? No, no, no. They're they're both, but they're both like trademark technologies. Like Panavision is a specific kind of like lens camera combination, and then Technicolor was a, I think a patented color. <laughs> it still exists. Thing. Oh Pan- yeah, Panavision. Sure I mean, still exists. Did you know that? Panavision. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you see the, so the logo. Up. You don't even. You don't no, know what you're you see about. the logo at the end of like movies and stuff that use it. Because you have to put it on there. The little, that little logo, the little thing. Well, it's a, it's like little, a little square, little and then a bigger little. square, and then a bigger square, and then it's like it's almost like the four three, and then the sixteen nine, and then the. How do you the know? Heck. I don't understand. Like how I, I watch the credits <laughs> to movies because I'm that I'm that kind of person. Um, I will. I'm not lie. I haven't always been that kind of person, and and I feel like. Um, Marvel trained us to stay until the end of the credits. God bless them. Right. And so now I do it for everything. Pixar movies, Disney movies, not just because there's stuff at the end, but because we like to sit there and not just hear the music, but also see all the people. I always find it interesting. This, the, like, um, the, like it, gets, it just goes so into the weeds of the people, like the catering companies yeah, that were used, yeah. the security personnel and the IT guys for specific locations. <laughs> I love yeah. that. I love that stuff. I love it. I do. Too. I um, really do. But I don't think... It's really weird now seeing like if you go back and watch something like we, we watched Singing in the Rain the other night and it's like, movie's over, done, the end, <laughs> and then cut off. <laughs> like, Although they no put the credits, credits up front. None at though. all. They put the carrots up front. Uh, yeah, but only the the like the top <laughs> of the uh, the acting people, and then I think um, you know producer and director or something. And I have to look, but it was extremely. Even that was a lot shorter than we're used to, and it was just kind of funny how at the end they had no interest in telling you that anybody was involved in this other than the people you already knew. <laughs> You'll never know who the assistant to the assistant grip was. Yeah, second unit. Don't exist. <laughs> so, um, but you have a more, you kind of have inside industry. I mean, like. A little, yeah. I mean, you sticking know, around like, to watch the end of the to watch the credits is kind of like me sticking around to watch the after the state of the union interviews. You didn't even know that those happened, do you? Well, I know the interviews happen. What happens after that? <laughs> you you're, watch, you're sticking around like for a, something that I don't like, know. Yeah. About. It's like people that like smaller groups meet and talk anyway. It doesn't, it's inside baseball <laughs> I know stuff. That there's the, uh, the sort of, you know, the rebuttal. Oh no, whatever. not the rebuttal. I'm it's talking about, always from like a Denny's down the street. No, no, no! It's 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 more than it's more than that. It's, it's all these these members of Congress gather in Statuary Hall, and they're and oh, there's like encircled yeah. by reporters, and they have these little one-off interviews, and like there's always that guy behind the guy who's like you know 
holding the coat and holding the big bundle of files and holding the whatever. That was me. Oh, okay. At one point. Like I was, yeah. Cool. And you're there really late making no money at all. Well, little, little bits of money, but yeah. 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 That's like the assistant to the assistant grip. And I don't even know what a grip right. does really in, in they pick stuff making. up. That's pretty much union rules. You pick stuff up once you're a grip. (laughs) That sounds like me. That sounds like my job. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was just explaining this to somebody um, earlier that um, in describing a role, (laughs) trying to maybe create and hire for in our company, this is going to sound terrible. Um, (laughs) I was described, I was talking about how people on Capitol Hill will get paid Usually it's like the type of folks who are couriers of some sort, but they will, they will also get paid, oftentimes students, to just sit and wait in line so that, so that some lobbyist or some other person from an interest group can get a seat in the committee hearing room, but not have to wait for like three or four hours down the hallway. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And uh, that sounds like, I mean, there's, there's, there's there are jobs like that out there where you're basically you're doing this like super necessary thing um that no one ever really wants to do but like it has to get done right um so that's why there's a market for it but what's cool about the movie industry is that you get a credit for it right you know what i mean like no one else nowhere else in the world do you hear about who these people are yeah but it's pretty crazy and uh, that's all thanks to the unions right there. <laughs> oh, in terms of the uh, movie making stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like uh, just hearing about, I mean, and, and this is back in the 70s and, and union rules on that kind of stuff weren't nearly as elaborate uh, back then. But you hear about how um, like Lucas not wanting to put any credits at the beginning of Star Wars that he got in like deep trouble with uh, the director's guild and uh-huh. and uh writers guild and all these things because they're like hey like it wasn't as bad with the writers guild in the first movie because he was the writer right and so he not going to file a complaint or and nobody cared really much <laughs> about the first one because they were like you're going to do what right. it's a movie about what <laughs> yeah okay whatever you're not going to leave <laughs> you're going to show that Alec Guinness is in it in the beginning Right, yeah, and so they're like, uh, "Dude, no, you can't do that," uh, and so he got booted out of the um, DGA and all of that. Wow, because of that, and then he couldn't use Guild directors, which he was going to use Spielberg um, for. Uh, I think for Empire. I think or Spielberg. Return. Nah, maybe talking out of my butt on this one. Um, That's right. <clears> it no was one, one or the other, check. but no I'm wanting to say us. it was Return of the Jedi. <laughs> yeah, this is Star Wars. Nobody ever oh. gets ticky about details about that movie. No one who uh, listens to this. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, they're not going to come here looking for information about Star Wars. I mean, if, uh, if anyone's listening or watching, hoping to get useful information about Star Wars from... Well, for me, for sure, for sure. Well, other yeah, than I, other than a I passionate a discussion about it, here. <laughs> it's not going to happen. We're going to misname characters. I think characters. it was Jedi. I, I think it was Jedi that Spielberg was going to be on, uh, and, but because um, uh, Kirshner was in, in uh, Empire, and he's yes, good stuff. And I don't remember if he was Director's Guild at that time or not. Um, oh, he definitely was not. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, here you're right. <laughs> it's like let me let me tap into the history of the Directors Guild knowledge that I have. Oh wait, 
There is none. This encyclopedic, I, I thought. Uh, that, man, you're, you're shattering my, my uh, visions of you. As long, I think that was in the book of N that I didn't have. Oh, right. Yeah. The, I, the director's guild. It's a yeah. silent N. It's, it's in there. It's, it's a, a, yeah. It's a weird sort of Swedish word. It's, it's odd. Um, but so like seriously, my my reputation for like Star Wars trivia is well earned. Let me tell you something about how I had. Now, I'm, I'm not so much with the EU or what the EU is now, the extended universe. Like oh, the, I thought you were talking about the European Union. I was going to. Well, that either. I, I don't know much about either of those things. Okay. But um, the, uh, I know one of them's in Europe and the other one, I think, has Jedis. But um, <clears throat> the. Um, what I guess I consider the EU now, now that we've done seven, eight, and nine, a lot of this stuff is now sort of not canon anymore. It's now considered legends, which yes. is... Well, that was after yeah. the purchase, right? I mean, they basically shelved a whole bunch yeah, of stuff. Yeah, but in anticipation for seven, eight, and nine, because they're going to completely change up a bunch of stuff, particularly the, th- uh, the Thrawn books. But um, the... Uh, so before all of that, um, they put out the Star Wars... Trivial Pursuit, Star Wars Edition. And, yes, I do remember um, that. It was really, it was really good, but it only covered the original trilogy because um, it was before. It was like right before Phantom Menace came out. Because I remember there was a little like packet of cards that were about the Phantom Menace, and they were like, "These cards have spoilers. Don't open up until you've seen the movie." But we really? wanted to throw some Phantom Menace stuff in here. You know, isn't that and like it, begging it wasn't people to big open stuff? It? Like. It was, yeah, <laughs> but uh, but it wasn't like big stuff. It was just like pictures of what planet is the funny rabbit monster from, you know, or whatever. Funny rabbit, and uh, that would be Jar Jar. <clears throat> oh, that's but, Naboo, um, dude. That's Naboo. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so not terribly hard, <laughs> but but the thing was like nobody. This is in late. This is late, late college, um, and just after college um that this came out and the nobody would play this game with me um because i was ridiculously uh hard to beat on this okay and in fact some house rules sprang up around me and this game that it had to be that it was me against everybody else like that's the two teams (laughs) i'm on one the rest of the house is on the other um, on every, every time I roll the dice and land on a, on a space where I would have to be getting a question, I have to answer a whole card. Like all and the, all the questions on the card, all the questions on the card. Wow. And then that's quite to the get a pie piece, I have to answer three cards and to win the game, I have to answer five cards. <laughs> this is like progressive taxation, trivial pursuit style. It is. It really is. <laughs> but I, I would still. I mean, I'm kind of all good. for it, actually. <laughs> I like this. A friend of mine um, considered himself to a massive, like, sort of Star Trek fan, and or Star Trek, Star Wars fan. So I just cheesed off every nerd in the world. Um, and uh, and he was like, I'm going to play that. I'm going to beat you. And so I, I uh, we finally played, because we were talking about this for ages, and we finally played, and, and I let him go first. And he did good. He did got like three or four questions, playing normal rules. Mm. Um, and he got about three or four questions, and then it was my turn, and then I one turn killed him. 
I like the entire, I ran the board after that. And that's, that's, it's unhealthy, but it's true. So are you saying I should never play Star Wars Trivial Pursuit? Not if it's the original trilogy. I, I, I Hmm. have to admit that my knowledge of the, the, uh, the prequels and the sequels are not terribly great because like my knowledge of them, the prequels and the sequels are not terribly great. Yeah, I mean, and I, I know feel like nothing I want to stick up for them. But they, and, oh, and, now, uh, now Clone Wars. I, I don't have anything bad to say about them. I, in Wars fact, is, I've watched the first couple. I've started watching Clone Wars, and I've watched the first couple episodes, and I'm digging it so far. It's a little, you know. Yeah, I think you mentioned that there's a lot yeah. of fighting. Uh, I've but, got a cheat sheet that I should lend yeah? you. Um, yeah, I may, it's basically. I may take you up on so that. it's so it's a two part. I, I actually merged together. I created a a guide to watching. But, mm-hmm. but that was based on kind of an amalgam of other guides to watching. Okay. And so what I did is I, because I, I, I felt like they should be watched in chronological order um, in terms of like when events happened, not when they appeared in the like, series. Because I wanted to oh, so some, 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 some of the series, some of the episodes actually take place outside of chronological order. Oh, um, okay. So, so I, that makes sense. Yeah, so I wanted to watch in chronological order, but also I wanted to because I had to make it through all of them. There was no way I could I could see the. I mean, I just don't have the time to watch every single thing. So I mm-hmm. so I used a couple different other a couple other guides to to identify what specific episodes were kind of critical to the plot line because mm-hmm. there's a lot of episodes that just they're just. Yeah, they just really episodes. don't. They don't move the story forward, and, and and maybe they're redundant, or maybe they're just just like a lot of fighting. Um, yeah. and and that and that got me down. To, I don't know what the count was, but it, uh, it was kind of a, enough. It was like small enough that I could wrap my arms around it. And so Henry mm-hmm. and I did end up finish watching all of those. Cool. But it took a solid four months or lot. so to get through. It's a lot. And is that Clone Wars and Rebels, or just Clone Wars? It was Clone Wars, just Clone Wars, and this was okay. this was prior to Disney Plus, um, mm-hmm. which made everything a lot easier, frankly, because yeah, yeah. up until then you had to kind of piece it together from different sources, yeah, mostly Netflix, but it was and then finding the proper episode so like, was a pain, and um, and the current season would be on something else like Hulu or something, yeah, and then the original movie, like the old Clone Wars movie, which mm-hmm. actually is important to see but but you have to watch it (laughs) you have to watch most of it and then stop it and then begin watching clone wars the television series and then you go back and you finish with the end of the movie okay interesting (laughs) and then you go into um so the movie assumes that you've seen more like five seasons of this no, the movie came out for the movie was made before they ever start. They ever started the. Oh, really? Yeah, it was done okay. by. Compl- I, I was it's, it's terrible. Was... Oh yeah. <laughs> oh the the, Ill- <laughs> the the animation is bad. It's just it's terrible. But from a from a st- from a plot line standpoint, it's important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Would it be better if I just look it up on Wikipedia and read the synopsis? Probably. <laughs> but not from not for somebody who has time to watch Singing in the Rain for crying out loud. <laughs> You have no business not watching these things. You're watching Singing in the Rain. I'm trying to do some classic movies, you know. Singing in the Rain is good stuff. What did you do wrong? Did did, did you you say something wrong? (laughs) 
I mm. like singing in the rain. It was my idea to watch singing in the rain. Mm, I'm not so sure. It had a. It had a. You're just afraid uh, she's going to listen. It's Disney related because it had a, a scene in the Great Movie. Right? Emily, she got something on you, man. <laughs> I don't know what. That, I don't know what you did. There's not. There's not I don't know no what you're avoiding. Gun to my head right now. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, singing in the rain. How that goes? It's go? funny. Yeah. It's good. It's great. It is okay. Now we need to watch Footlight Parade. <laughs> <laughs> Footlight Parade? Yeah, that's another one from the great movie, right? I'm just... Are you making... See, I could respect that. That would be interesting. I might do that, actually. No, no, you can't do it after the fact. You either were doing it or you're not. Like, now you can justify it. You can say, I'm going to make my way through seeing all the movies that were in Great Movie Ride. Okay, fine. And you could go back and do it. That's fine, too. We did watch Casablanca. But you can't, like... You can't, um, after the fact, claim that that's why you were doing it. Well, I, I have to admit that that's the reason I'm, I mean, other than the obvious reason that everybody's heard of that song, that's the reason that I'm familiar sort of with Singing in the Rain as a movie, as being a classic sort of iconic movie is because of the great movie ride. So, Really? You didn't know yeah. about Singing in the Rain before the great movie ride? I mean, I was aware that it was a movie, but I didn't realize it was such a oh you know sort of iconic sort of hmm. milestone of cinema or whatever hmm. and it was it's good it's surprisingly funny like contemporary like like on a <laughs> contemporary level it's like it's not like it's funny for back then or whatever you know that sort of thing you have to the qualifier you have to throw at some of these comedies from Back in the day, it's genuinely funny on its own on its own uh, merits. Like you were laughing out loud, kind of funny. Some of it, yeah, yeah. I like the the little the sidekick guy, the piano dude. I like him. He's better than. So th- okay, this this may be controversial Gene. too. Um, so yesterday, not yesterday, uh, Saturday, Saturday's Saturday Saturday Night Live. Yes. Um, featured who was the host it was a comedian bill burr yeah see you're so good with this stuff you should play bill <laughs> no, burr i trivia. happen to know this one i haven't okay. watched any saturday night live up so, to this point i mean in a long time you know he's kind of a like some people love him some people hate him some people he's a bit really abrasive, hate him. i like him a lot <laughs> you don't or you do or you don't i do okay. yeah i like him i find some of his stuff difficult but it but it, yeah, and i feel it also kind of ashamed at laughing at some of the stuff that i laugh at too but that's that, that's that's a story for a different time. Um, but I kid you not. So we're watching. I think this was. I think this was last night. We we're watching the rerun or the the recorded version, not the rerun, mm-hmm. the recorded version of Saturday Night Live from the day before. And we're watching the the skit that they're doing. Bill Burr is in where they're the the neighbors are gathered. Have you seen it? Did you watch Saturday? I, I didn't watch the. I, was, I saw the monologue. So I the heard neighbor, all about that. Well, you, 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 which is <laughs> is good in and of its own. I mean, it's controversial, but whatever. Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna support nor deny anything related to that. <laughs> but the skit is a, these these group, this group of neighbors who are sitting out in the evening, a little campfire going. They've all brought some food had some wine, you know, they're sharing and they're, and they're sitting separately, you know, they're physically distanced, um, having kind of their little like COVID we're not too close neighbor Mm -hmm. party. Right. It's really nice. Yeah. And one of them, I can't remember what the first word is. I'm going to have to pull it up. 
one of them mispronounces a word, mm-hmm. like says says it incorrectly, and the neighbor corrects the 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 woman who said it, and and she's like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, blah, blah. I think or maybe it was Bill Burr's character who says it, um, and he kind of gets upset about. it. He's like, he passes off as like not being a big deal, but then he kind of gets upset about it. Like, oh, I didn't pronounce the word correctly. I can almost see this kid. (laughs) And then they they, they talk about something else. And then the the wife, I think it was the wife who went second. Like she, she mispronounced something, something else. Mm -hmm. And this, (laughs) this other couple, like she's with the woman's about to say like, and he's like, no, honey, don't, don't do it. Don't, (laughs) don't, it's not like, stop, don't do it. Right. Uh And she can't help herself. Like she, she, she corrects her. And this woman tries to pass it off as like whatever, but then she gets so mad, she stands up and she has her wine glass and she throws it and she breaks it. Like I think it was her, maybe it was Bill Burr's character first. I'm really bad at telling this story because I only saw it <laughs> yes. once. But it, I kid you not, Michelle, who doesn't laugh at anything, uh-huh. like it's not like she doesn't find things funny. She's just right, not one of those people just... who sits on the sofa watching a movie and like laughs out loud at something. Yeah, I'm usually like that. Yeah. I. Me, on the other hand, like everyone in the world knows that I think it's funny, as you can imagine. <laughs> yeah. She lets out this laugh. Like, it's the funniest thing in the world. And and she found that whole skit hilarious. And it was just funny um, because it was one of those moments where, I mean, it was funny. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But it was just weird that she kind of like was like... Um, <laughs> oh, my God. I hope she doesn't listen to this, but I'm going to... <laughs> 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 Do you remember in Awakenings when they start playing the music? Yeah, and the people like kind of come to life, like right. Yeah, it was kind of like that moment. Like, like that. <laughs> like we found the frequency, man. We finally found the frequency, the humor frequency. Like here it is. I mean, we can watch. We can watch the best stand-up comedians in the world, and she just like. I mean, she she finds it funny, but she just didn't like. She doesn't like emote. Right, the funny yeah. like the. She laughed out loud at this. It was great. And then she went back awesome. into the cocoon. No, I'm kidding. That's a different. That's a different movie. <laughs> it was an entirely different movie. Kind of cocoon. <laughs> cocoon. That was a good movie. Wilfred Brimley. Yeah. Where they put the cocoon. Get over older and we won't ever die. What we'll do they do? They put the cocoons and get in diabetes. <laughs> They put the cocoons in the pool. Why did they do that? Um, I think the cocoons were in the pool already. Um, because I think the... No, this is going to... Oh, seen right. It was movie. swimming in the pool that made them... like Right. And when they got in the pool, suddenly they became youthful. But they right. didn't know they were leaching life force from these <laughs> baby a- aliens. That's and, right. Uh, oh, That's spoiler right. alert. But... Um, <laughs> But uh, it's just like that. Awakenings are just like <laughs> now. Who was who played the? It was uh, Brian Dennehy, right? That played the sort of alien representative in human form. Was that Brian Dennehy? Yes, I think so. Um, was Charles Dernay? Uh, was, was Dennehy? He wasn't one of the residents. The guy. He was the he. The guy from you're talking about from from First Blood and from uh, uh yeah. In, um, a lot of the old, a lot of old stuff. And he was, um, uh, he was Montague and Romeo plus Juliet. Yeah, I don't remember uh, which. I, 
Cocoon in First Blood is kind of what I know him for. It's like, I'm sure he's done lots well, of other good stuff. You know, but he was great in those movies. Cocoon, First Blood, movies like that. Movies <laughs> like what? <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, and because Steve Gutenberg was involved in that too, right? He's still to remember alive. He... Did you know he's still alive? Brian Dennett? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did Would you actually. have guessed that? Would I you would, have... yeah. Would you have guessed back when you saw like First Blood or Cocoon? Oh, would not you have back then. Like, that oh, he would still be alive in twenty twenty. Yeah, oh God, yeah. no. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like he was kind of like he's like just like kind of like a grip, grizzled then. old character. Like you know, like right. Yeah. Nah. yeah but he always him. seemed very uh, sort of trustworthy. I always like uh, Brian Dennehy. When Except in First stuff. Blood. Well, I mean, part of me is like, I still want to like this guy. It's almost like Ernest Borgnine. Like you can't look at him and go, "This is a bad guy." <laughs> Even Ernest Borgnine would guy. be like Dennehy's like goofy younger brother, right? Yeah, or older brother. Like, but you know, what I mean? like if they were aged around the same, like, like in my mm-hmm. mind, like Dennehy's the more serious, like mature sure, guy you yeah. go to because you need, like, you know, you need sage advice or someone to have your back or whatever. Whereas Borgnine is like the guy you go out to the, you know, bachelor party with and. Right. <laughs> Both good guys. Well, he was McHale of McHale's name. Oh, that's right. But uh but yeah, Borgnine like anytime he plays a bad guy, which isn't very often, because I think everybody in the casting world is like nobody's for black buy him as well that yeah, he's not really a bad guy until the very end. You're like, Oh no, it's almost heartbreaking. You know, you're like, dude. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> Spoiler alert for Spoiler alert, don't watch 1978. <laughs> Save yourself. Watch Singing in the Rain instead. I think the Black Hole is worth watching. That was like 81 or something, wasn't it? It was a lot later than it should have been. This is what we need to do. No, I know we I know we have I, I look, I I know we still have our um our uh, our starch madness to do. Okay. Somebody brought that up to me the other just Did just they, yesterday. Like, when are you guys going to do that? Yeah, we like, should do oh, it. I thought, like at this point, we should do it because because yeah yeah. What do you mean? Yeah, like no, like very true. There's no way out of it. That's your very true. There's no way out. Of it. Oh, you're like reluctantly. Like what you didn't love no, the no, idea. No, no, no. You don't like I'm snacks. I'm all about it. I'm What's all about wrong it. With you? I love snacks. Okay. Let's snack. <laughs> Still like cuddling. Snack. All right. Um. <laughs> Let's let's snack and watch Singing in the Rain. Um, <laughs> My what, dream night. What I think Beagles we should do, Gene Kelly, because I think we Gene could Kelly. achieve this in a single podcast. Actually, we okay. could do a March Madness style, um, uh, like movies. Okay. Okay. So that we would we would we would kind of have movies duke it out. Hmm. Right, we'd. Ha- I don't know. I don't know how we would. Um, I think what we would do is probably we'd have a whole bunch of movies. I don't know. We'd have to decide on the, the criteria. Maybe it's one of the top whatever lists, right? And then we would we would mix them all up. We'd have to cut out little strips of paper. So I have to get my printer to reconnect to my MacBook, which is going to take a Herculean effort because I gotta tell you, I don't know what's <laughs> going on with that. Just decides one day. It's like we had detente, and now there's a, there's they're skirmishing again. Yeah, talks have broken down. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Like, okay, 
something's going on. So we would we would cut out the little pieces of paper. We mix them all up, right? And okay. then we just I think we would just draw them. We draw them. Okay. Yeah. That way to create like the the uh, competitions. Mm-hmm. And then we would we would go like step by step through it, and I think some of them would be easy. Like you and I would agree, like okay, there's yeah, like that. Clearly, this movie's better than this movie, and we right. could explain yeah. why. Star but Wars over ordinary people, yes, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. Um, but then we would get to somewhere we're like probably in conflict. Yeah, probably so. And we have to duke it out. Now I don't know how we settle that. Not through feats of strength, that's for sure. But <laughs> but <laughs> through something. Um and I think no, I'm like I, we clearly have to think this through more. Yeah. Because um, it's very much a half baked idea right now. But I think this would be fun. Yeah, we, we, and then once we get into like Final Four, um I think that to tie it into Starch Madness we should also sort of make a case for a good snack pairing for the movie. Oh, I like that. Yeah, like this snack goes very well with this movie because reasons. Because of raisins? No, because <laughs> I have I have <laughs> I have blooper Patrick things to say about raisins. <laughs> I am not a fan. <laughs> Wait, what? Raisins can honestly go do things to themselves. What? I am. I hate me a raisin. Why? Raisins must die. Really? For real? Like for real? You don't like raisins? For real? I do not like raisins. Like do not like like you avoid them? Like eh. I do avoid them. I can power through them. I I prefer they not be. And typically, (laughs) and let me tell you the cruelest joke ever played. On any human being is the oatmeal raisin cookie. (laughs) Which I find delicious, by the way. See, the oatmeal chocolate chip cookie is like (laughs) sublime wonderfulness. Like adding the oats to the chocolate chip cookie, that's that's a match made on the mountain of Olympus. And removing that which makes it sublime and replacing it with the boogers of Satan... This is no good. This is wow, an awful joke. you feel joke. really strongly about this. I, I, I dislike them intensely. I feel like we have finally we have finally <laughs> stumbled upon something that like we can really dig into now. Like we can. Like, oh yeah. Well, yeah. Like I mean, I mean, like because you seem so normal otherwise. Like, <laughs> oh, and well, I, think, I, I think I am you, a good actor. I think you haven't exposed the. Um, the odd side of you and and look it's not that odd to 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 dislike raisins i'm sure there's a lot of people who dislike raisins but you know it's um i think it's like what was your first raisin experience uh a raisin beat me up and took my lunch money <laughs> what's <laughs> what your first raisin experience I you remember. Honestly, I don't. I don't know. You remember and like ever I having think, a raisin and like the first time you had a raisin or didn't think. No, oh. I remember having like those little bizarre tiny boxes of raisins that have like four raisins in them. Like they would hand them out at. Like, sometimes it'd be like at Halloween or they, or they may uh, get passed around at school or something like mm-hmm. that. And I, you know, at that time, your mom didn't put them in kid, your lunchbox or something. No, not usually. So um, she was. You you don't come from like a raisin family. A raisin-loving family. I would not say that I come from a raisin family, no. Did you ever but, have raisins in your pantry? Um, 
Yeah, I think my dad had had some on, uh, on in his, and then while mom wasn't big on the raisins, she didn't like conspicuously dislike them the way that I do. Um, so it wasn't like it wasn't a political stance. <laughs> did they have like the they, did they have like the big like tub of raisins, or did they have no, like little no. individual boxes and packages? It was the it was the sort of the regular size version of those little tiny ones. You know, it was the square form box. Probably mm-hmm. had about twenty four. Oh, like a larger size in there. Like a deck of cards size, yeah, but about that size, yeah, yeah. You got exactly. seriously like raisins and want that. So, so those got purchased. Who did the grocery shopping yeah, here in your and house? there? Yeah, um, and then uh, who did the grocery shopping in your house? You're not getting out of that question. Oh, uh, my mother, my mother did did the grocery shopping. So for she purchased her and my them. My father does it for him. So wait, what? Well, they're divorced. You see, were they divorced and when then, you were little? <clears throat> yeah, they divorced when I was in sixth grade, I believe. Oh, so, okay. So this. Oh, this is getting deep now. Okay, wait. So, <laughs> no, it was before that. It was, I think it was maybe fourth grade. Okay, so the raisins, the raisins are in your father's pantry. Yeah, not mom's. Uh, yeah, that that's my. Maybe memory. the raisins represent something to you. <laughs> I think they were represented maybe. an unpleasant food to me. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I think we're on to something, man. You have a couch? I <laughs> so, my, my desk <laughs> chair does, your chair does recline. recline yeah. So um so, so I won't be in focus for the camera though if I do that. I, I'm just trying to think like 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 okay, so for me, raisins are not that big of a deal. Like I mm-hmm. don't seek them out. I can't say that I have ever that Michelle or I have ever purchased raisins ever. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong yeah. about that. Like maybe we, we purchased them at some point to like put in the kids. Mm-hmm. Lunch. I don't think, I don't think so. Like, I don't remember. And our children who I think, well, Henry, at least, well, Alex only eats yellow food. So that like, there's no way he's going to eat a raisin, but um, Henry, I think would maybe right, we'll need to delve into that. Yeah, well, <laughs> We're talking, talking to about my raisin thing and only eats yellow food yeah, this yeah, is I'll interesting no, don't try to change the subject <laughs> just put a pin in it so, so um oh, but i don't but I, but I but like my parents actually my mother did give me raisins like i did i did get mm-hmm. the little box of raisins sometimes in my lunch and i would eat them so yeah. I, I liked them enough that i would eat them i'm sure if she put like broccoli or peas or something in there mushy peas for sure yeah mushy um, peas. i probably wouldn't have eaten them but raisins I did. But there's something weird. So, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. <gasps> I remember. Oh, you know what I remember? Ooh, How is this possible? I remember. I remember the feeling of like rubbing the raisins. You have a raisin. You have a single raisin oh, between yeah. your, your your index you finger and your kinda, thumb. And you can kind of rub it. Yeah. Until it becomes like really soft. And like very. Yeah. Like. Oddly enough, I do know that. Right, know what you're doing about. this yeah. gesture, which is probably like illegal in some countries. I would imagine um, so. <laughs> but uh, so, apologize in advance. But then, and then I would still to set eat the it. Regions on the YouTube. And I and I and I don't know why that was such a thing, but like I remember doing that, and I've never thought about. I haven't thought about that in years. Anyway, so I raisins were fine, but ne- like f- today, mm-hmm. as a consumer, I can tell you. For the past, like today and for the past, like 20 plus years, I have never gone to the store 
thinking or even spontaneously deciding like, oh, I'm going to buy raisins. So yeah. for me, they don't really occupy. <clears throat> that's, that's a rational they don't really occupy psychic space other than more. in the in the limbic system. Clearly, with that little weird feeling of rubbing one. Yeah, between. I mean, I hadn't even thought about that until you did that, and even I've done that. I, I can I can almost feel that sensation. This fondling of raisins. Stanislavski sends memory there that I can remember yeah. that. Um, but uh, and the thing is, is that I don't have a clear memory of how much I was exposed to, to raisins. That's why I don't think it's anything to do with my childhood. I think, and, and honestly, I think that <laughs> because you know, it's you know, if they if raisins existed, I want to say they were at my dad's house. They did exist. And, We've established that. And well, <laughs> that's true. Raisins do exist. I. I <laughs> I do not contend that they are figments of our imagination, but uh, as much as I may wish that they were. Um, It's it's nothing to do with that because my dad is the one that turned me on to ramen noodle soup, and I love that stuff. (laughs) Not like actual ramen that you get from a ramen place. but How is ramen noodle soup connected to raisins? It's not. It's connected to my father, which we are saying that... The, the raisins being from the father thing, you know, that oh, no. I'm not suggesting that is, is, you know, bad because ramen noodle no, soup yeah. came from my father. And that's, I mean, you know, food associations and whatnot. That's, oh. that's, uh, we're oh, good there. I don't think so. I feel like, um, I don't think you can close the door because so you're following much more of a fruit of the poisonous tree is poisoned, right? I'm not, and, and that would be saying like, well, you're saying like, well, because I like ramen and that came from this tree, clearly the tree can't be poisoned. And like I'm saying, the tree is not the problem. It's well, is the there some it's the some association with the raisins that could be still kind of linked to the tree. Anyway, it's not I'm not saying, look, I'm not calling your dad a bad guy because he had raisins in his closet. I mean, <laughs> no, the, okay. there's you things that people have in their closets are a lot worse than that. But yeah, uh, you can't call him anything he hasn't called himself much worse. But um, I like uh, I, I think that honestly, I think the raisins are kind of taking the fall for a whole class of food. And that's the dried up shriveled fruit. Um, oh, just because they are the most sort of obvious and ubiquitous examples of that. So you don't like, like dehydrated food of any sort? I'm not a big fruit? Well, Not necessarily no dehydrated food of any or fruit, kind. But a fr- dehydrated fruit? Most fruit. Yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of, um, like, like dried. Even, you know how you get the uh, the dried apple, like slices or whatever. You yeah, might get that, those at that, a trail yeah, mix they, store. Yeah, you choke on those. People people will die choking on those. Things. They look like they should be crispy, and I, and that's I think. And when they're not, when they're kind of floppy, <laughs> that is this puts reversal me off. of expectation. Is that what the thing is? <laughs> yeah. Well, so what do you expect the well, raisin to be? I mean, you've well, already fondled point, it between I'm, your fingertips. I expect like, it to expect? be horrible, and it is. <laughs> do you like I grapes? Love grapes. I, I love grapes. <laughs> <laughs> These are old bad grapes. They're not That's bad. Okay, how do you feel about figs? Figs. Well, yeah, a fig by itself, I don't. I don't know, like fresh fig, like mm-hmm. I've had fresh figs before, mm-hmm. like off of a tree. They're delicious. Um, my grandparents in Little Rock had this fig tree that was like the fig tree from the Garden of Eden. It was just like 
figs everywhere. Were figs a thing in the Garden of Eden? I mean, I I assume they had them, but I didn't know. Is it like a... Well, they had those leaves that they used. Oh, the the leaves that they covered themselves with? Those fig leaves? Supposedly. Um, (laughs) I I I mean, I I think it's one of those things where... No, I think it's the th- one of those things where people are say that it's fig leaves and everybody knows it's fig leaves, but actually in the Bible it doesn't say anything about what tree it came from. And fig leaves, as I understand well, it, okay. I think I remember even from Catholic school that uh, my my science teacher, Father Frederick, who is one of the most brilliant men alive, um, was pointing out that fig leaves have some sort of a topical irritant in them and that he's hoping that they weren't fig leaves that they were using because there would be a lot of a lot of itching going huh. on it is it that. is um widely and figuratively used according to wikipedia to convey the covering up of an act or an object um and it's a meta i don't i think it came more from they, it says they did use fig leaves so there you go so if wikipedia what, like, says that the bible says the bible? It, then i have to yeah. believe it yeah i mean um because it also was what they used funny? to like cover up. Wouldn't it be funny if like naughty bits on like old statues and things too? Right? If the Greek, um, yeah, I think so. Wouldn't it be funny if like um, all these years we've had it wrong. Like the the Aramaic <laughs> translation from ancient Hebrew or whatever like was needles. actually wrong, and it was actually like some completely different type of pine needles bush. Like yeah, pine cone <laughs> or pine cones. <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> I feel like hmm. I feel like How this, did you touch we haven't that? crossed into the blasphemy area, right? Like, I feel like Not this yet. Is, that's that's we've still got that. Just, this is to, like more of a translation yeah, error. It's an problem. interpretation yeah. thing. Yeah. But but it's like, you know, what if they use palm fronds or something? That would be a problem. And then invented the hula yeah, that, that's bad. That's, the little grass that, skirt. That's going too far. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I go too far? <laughs> no, I, I'm sure you did. I'm sure. I'm sure. Look in the rear view mirror, I buddy. Do that. I think it's way back there. Um, but I do think if you, you know, and I, and, and just interestingly enough, my, um, you know, because because of our, our crack research team over here uh, keeps yeah, track of everything we talk about, and it's oh, yes. interesting to see the history in 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 safari because if I if <laughs> if I just go through the top five right now, it's Adam and Eve leaves figs. Irvin Kirshner Directors Guild, Empire Strikes Back, and Panavision. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm. What's amazing is how clearly we need to. Amazon will put that all together and suggest product purchases for me later. Get Cecil D. B. DeMille movies here in a minute. <laughs> hey, um, but what I was what I was going what I <laughs> what I was going to go look for is there's there's a particular dried fruit that I think is delicious. I think it's the mango. I think dried, I think dried dehydrated mango. mango. I think mm-hmm. that's what I'm thinking of, or maybe it's papaya. But I think it's the mango um, is delicious. Delicious when it's also a little spicy. Mm. Have you ever have you ever had I mean, that? I, I don't know that I have to be honest, and I'm willing to try it. It's I'm like not I like, think Trader Joe's you know. ha- at least they used to have like a spicy dehydrated mango. It's spicy like, dehydrated mango. It's like sweet is like and the spicy. Best talking Heads album. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what you said. I, I miss what I you said. Spicy dehydrated mango is the best Talking Heads album. Is it really? It is. is it really Talking Heads? No, album? it's a bit. <laughs> I just can't with you, man. You can't. That's true. It's so like you try, and that's it's that's like my childhood all over again. Just getting picked on. <laughs> Ain't nobody getting picked on. Where's 
You can you can play with us. <laughs> anyway, someone knows what I'm talking about. Trader Joe's dehydrated mangoes, spicy, sweet. They're delicious. I think it's I think it's Trader Joe's. Um, mm. In any event, I'm sorry about your raisin thing. I, I look. It's okay. I, I I do I do I will say that I feel like um, because of my. Uh, cookie flexibility. Mm-hmm. I do have kind of a, um, an edge on most of the world. Like I, there's there's right, pretty much open I, to I, most cookies. Yeah, there's not really a cookie I won't eat. There are Even, very few that I don't. But the raisins is a thing that I shy away from. The only cookies I come close to are Greek cookies. I like not eating. Like so there would be Greek cookies because. Are those like the? Uh, what constitutes a Greek cookie? I'm trying to well, visualize. They're, it. they're they're made by Greek people. Are they, no, are they practicing Greeks or <laughs> yeah, like straight are they yes, former Greeks? Like seriously, straight like I mean, they're like holiday type cookie. I don't know what do they call them. They call them um, uh, what do they call them? Are they kind of those white sort of balls. What am no. I thinking of? No, I mean there are some powdered. Yeah, there are powdered things, but that's not what I'm talking about. Those are like like little like um. I don't know, buttered cookies or something like that. These are like, these are like, they're like holiday cookies of some sort. They're like, they're glazed. They have a glazed look to them. Mm-hmm. Um, they almost look like a little piece of bread. And like, okay. And then, I think maybe and then they, um, they're remembering like, remembering something yeah. of what you're talking about. I don't about. know what they're called. I don't know what they're called. And I'm sorry if I am insulting somebody. Cookies. It's a Greek cookie. And um, anyway, they're horrible. Cookieopolis. They're not sweet. Oh well, but they're just sure sweet they're enough. Cookies? No, no, no. They're not. They're cookies. Oh, I see. So, so they they are, they're sweet enough to get into the realm of cookie. You taste this, and the not, only thing you can think much. of is that whenever these cookies were invented in Greece, mm-hmm. there must have been a sugar shortage <laughs> because they taste. And it's not like the like the first time you have one, you're thinking, huh. Maybe they didn't put in as much sugar as they're supposed to. And then you have more at some other point and you're like at other points in your life and other places and they mm-hmm. all taste the same. And then yeah. you realize like, oh, they're supposed this to be this way. Supposed to be. Yeah. And it's actually not pleasant. And they're so dry that you, that you, you have to have something to drink immediately. Right. Like they're. Well, that's not. Uh... They make a scone seem like saturated. Right, <laughs> that's how dry these things are. But they like don't. Scone but they don't like fall tiramisu. apart. It's not like a. It's not like you're a cracker. It's not like you're eating a cracker. They're not like that dry. Right. Uh-huh. It's so weird. I'm telling you, you've got to have. It's one. almost like if you took a shortbread <laughs> cookie and then like have one. put it in the thing that you made the raisins with. <laughs> raisins? Oh, no, no, no. Raisins would actually would actually um, I think improve this. But I mean, like how, how you took a grape and made it into a raisin. Whatever machine did that. Oh. Put a shortbread cookie in there and do it to that. Like you're you're talking like oh no you know, see I like raisins. Fremen dehydration machine. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not like that at all. Shortbread cookies are good and grapes yeah, are good. Yeah, but like and if you dehydrate the crap out of them, do you, do you get one of these? No, Greek you, things. No, because it would be extra sweet. I guess that would be sweet. Yeah, this is <laughs> so. <laughs> this is like somebody forgot you get a, to put you get the a cracker sh- that you kind of wave a Snickers bar at. <laughs> 
And then you dehydrate that. <laughs> right. That's the way I make my martinis. It's like you just wave the bottle of vermouth. I literally, that's what I tell the bartender. They'll say, you know, because when you go to a bar, a nice bar, because you shouldn't be ordering a martini at like a dive <laughs> bar. Um, you get a, and, you, and you say, you know, I'd like to have a, and I, I usually specify the type of gin because it needs to be uh-huh. a gin martini because really the others. Yeah. You're vodka drinking a vodka martini. You're, you're not. What are you doing? Yeah, I mean, you honestly, just, you, you watch James Bond and now you're because all you you're getting is you what are you getting? Stuff. Like you're getting the taste of vermouth. Like vodka has no taste. I'm sorry. Vodka right, has exactly. no flavor, guys. It's just sort of like a nothing. It's like filler. drinking water. It's like drinking fire water. So, mm-hmm. OK, so if you actually want the flavor of something, you drink gin. And there's so many different varieties of gin. But we're, yeah. we're going we're gonna to focus in here. So the gin, mm-hmm. you ask for your, whatever gin you want, and then. You will say, if you kind of know what you're doing, you'll say how you want it actually prepared. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I say extra dry. Yeah. Which basically means like typically in kind of normal, normal bartending parlance, I think it kind of means like just a just very, just a light on the vermouth. Right. And don't yeah. use sweet vermouth, right? It's like light on the vermouth. Mm-hmm. That's changed over time. I think like now when you say extra dry... A good bartender or waiter or waitress will say, "Like, like you you want extra dry, meaning like very little or no vermouth." And, and then right. and then then I will say to them, "They can tell them to take the vermouth bottle and just wave it over <laughs> the glass, pour it into the glass, and then just go vermouth. <laughs> just say the word at it, right. and then." A fun thing to do is to pour some vermouth into the into the glass. I'm shaking it like we have ketchup or something. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, and then and then you spin it around. Oh yeah, then, you sort of coat it. Yeah, yeah, and then you toss. I think it. I saw Alton Brown do that. I think that's Ooh. the way he does. Alton Brown. Who's that? I don't know who that is. You really don't know who Alton Brown is? Is that like Elton John's best friend? It. Is it James Brown? It's possible. James brother? No, he's, this dude is up your alley, man. He is, he's My a alley, cook and he does mean. a, well, you know, you're, you're, uh, you know, outside your house where the big sandy hole was. But, um, no, this guy is a, is a, uh, uh, he had a cooking show on Food Network and he is essentially like the, the Bill Nye, the science guy of food. Did he make um, Greek cookies? He, he will explain, yeah, possibly. Um, but he will explain like he'll take some thing like bread or coffee or cake or pancakes or barbecue or something like that. But he will tell you how to do some stuff, how to make some dishes, but also go through all of the scientific reasons why what's going on in this dish is going on. Are you and sure you have this name right? Because this is how much. This is how little we've talked about. How little I know about sports. But when I typed in Elton Brown, Al Al A L T O N. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I have no idea who Elton. Well, when Brown I said is. Elton John, did that not clue you in? Like that? Oh, well, you heard just me that they kind of sound the same. I didn't realize you. <laughs> but A L A L T O N Elton Brown. I feel and set I am, up. I am still like v- viewers at home. Back me up here. I am completely flabbergasted that Jason has not heard of this man. I, I mean, I, I, do you want them to answer you right now, or would you like them to write strongly worded letters to you? <laughs> Call in 
I don't understand. Right now, 1-800-ACCIDENTALLY-DERIVATIVE is the name of the podcast. You have to spell the whole thing out uh, and then call in and, and tell Jason he's a goofball. I mean, it looks like I should have known him from Iron Chef, probably. Uh, you should have known him from Good Eats is, was his sort of, that's when he came on the scene. And uh, they're on, oh, I want to say Hulu now. Um, but it was two, it was 1999 to 2012. Yeah, it was that's a, like it was so, a long that time food's ago. so old now. That's yeah, it's, it's probably good. No one making food it. like that anymore. But uh, it's on. It's I feel, like I said, I think it's on Hulu or something like that. And then just go through and like pick something, any any subject that you that you want to learn cool things about, and uh, and he'll like. And one of them was cocktails. And he talked about the the martini specifically, and and uh, all about the history of it, and like really? what's going on with the what is vermouth, what is going on there, well, why do great. you not want so much in it? Now and I he was, need he, to I think he's the one that had the theory that. on why uh, James Bond asks for shaken, not stirred, because he's because he's a wimp, according to well, um, West Wing. <clears throat> Is that maybe it was the West Wing that I saw that on? But but basically, where he Martin was, he's, he wanted to um, order a drink, but it'd be watered down so that he wasn't all goofed up if he needed to fight and jump through windows and things. Right. I don't know that that's actually um, why. It's a bit of a retcon, but yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, but it it does. I mean, it does do that. Mm-hmm. It does, and it makes it cloudy too, which is always weird because James Bond's martinis are never cloudy. Hmm. Like when he gets the, when he's handed the cloudy. when he's handed the martini, it's not cloudy. It's like as far as I can remember, mm. and because it's that, water, I that mean. never happens. If you or if you've shaken the heck out of a cocktail shaker and you strain it, think about bruising the vermouth. I've always heard that. I have no idea what that even means. Like that's why you don't shake it. Is it will bruise apparently the vermouth, and I have no idea what you're talking about there. Well, not you. I don't even know where to begin with that. Like, yeah, yeah. It sounds lovely. It sounds like a nice say. thing to say, but I've never heard anyone say that ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I have no. heard a couple of people talk about. It. No, sure you never shake the martini; it will bruise the vermouth. And it's like, what? You know, you don't shake a hamster because it'll bruise the hamster. <laughs> now that well, I got gotcha. you. I think you don't <laughs> shake the hamster because it will in a, break in a cocktail shaker and go. Wah, 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 wah. And then it'll come out and it'll be pretty bruised and and quite irate, but. Not vermouth. That's weird. I've never heard that before. Ever. I've never heard of Elton Brown either. So, yeah, I don't think I'm going to get judged too harshly more. for that. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, but I, I've okay. So there's don't bruise the gin. Is gin also bruisable? Apparently, well, I think it's just. Oh wait, now someone else says don't bruise the. I don't know. It does emulsify it. That's the whole idea. And it makes it cloudy. It's, I mean, this is what this thing's saying. Maybe that's it. That's I my, don't know. That's my point, but I don't know what the, I don't know what they mean by bruising. Bruising is very strange. Yeah. Maybe it's make, I don't mm. know. These bartenders are silly. Yeah. yeah they make stuff up. <laughs> they make stuff up all the time. That's <laughs> just lying. I didn't say, I just, you didn't get it. They mix it all up. Anyway. Uh, uh, I so, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that uh, I think that's that. I think we covered the raisins as much as yeah. I think we've, we've gotten think we've, to the bottom of the raisins. I think we've dehydrated the raisin sufficiently. 
<laughs> Ooh, that might be like make you go back in time. You put raisins in a dehydrator and see what like can you pull like every ounce of not even ounce, every Is there a food that you like? Ounce of, Hmm? Is there a food that you really like? Like really like food that I really that like. Most oh, other hold on, yeah. we just wait for the finish. The question to finish here. Is there a food <laughs> well, you got me? You got me going now. That you really don't get. It's not Shepherd's that easy of a question. You know, you should know me better than that. Is there a food that you like really like? That I mean, like really like mm-hmm. that most other people cannot stand. Like won't hmm. touch. I don't know what the general public's feeling is on sauerkraut, but I love sauerkraut. I don't think that would count. I think there's too many people that so? like sauerkraut. Yeah, I, I mean sauerkraut is. I mean, I think you're I in the you're in the range. I think. Yeah. yeah, I think on the spectrum of things, that's that's a good one to go with. But I think it's still yeah, a little too mainstream. Yeah. Um, like I, I'm also uh, along the same lines in that it's fermented cabbage. Um, I love some kimchi. It's a oh, okay. Korean, you know. That would count. Although there are a lot of people in the world who do do, but that yeah, you, I think a among whole our peers, nation of them. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah. It's it's not super popular here. I don't guess. And you know, maybe it's not. Maybe it's simply because of lack of exposure. I mean, you don't see it much um, outside of like Korean restaurants. So. Um, but then I guess you don't see sauerkraut much beyond any that. more mainstream foods. Mainstream foods that I like that most people don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that's kind of by definition not mainstream. I just yeah. <laughs> violated my own rule. Um, you like any really really popular things that are very unpopular? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if I just. Just stand there and watch Jason Chase's tail for a while. It's good. It's fun. It's entertaining. It's like he just keeps going. It's just funny. It'd be even funnier if it wasn't so sad. Well, you know. The medication will kick in some point soon. Yeah. Well, you know, Jason, he's kind of uh, bruised the vermouth, as they say. He's, he's bruised a few vermouths in his life. Um, yeah. I think... Uh, I don't know. Sauerkraut's I that, good. I think sauerkraut's a good one. Kimchi, I feel like, um, but do you really like kimchi? Like you would go out of your way to have kimchi? I don't know that. It, well, there's That's not I'm a lot of about. foods I don't guess that I'm that way about. Like if I said, hey, hey, we're going to go out and have some kimchi, you'd be like, yes. Well, that would be kind of weird because it's it's sort of like we're going to go eat some sauerkraut. Like it's not, you know, it's not a thing. We're going to eat the, 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 the center of, of the meal. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> it will be with your meal. Like this if we like, were going to go to go eat some bulgogi <laughs> and then have kimchi on the kimchi on the side. Yes, yes, I'm all about that. Uh-huh. But okay. that's mostly the bulgogi anyway. So, yeah. But nothing. But that- yeah, no. I I was trying to think of something. I mean, I'm not a finicky eater in any by any stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly. Raisins is sort of an outlier. You brought it up me. again. Man. There, there aren't a lot of foods that I'm just like, no. Um, I'm not a big oyster guy. Um, mm-hmm. I'll eat lobster, but I I'm honestly don't see. I'm not asking for the list of foods that you don't like. I'm asking for the list of foods that like you really but my like, point but is other people th- are like, eh. those three things are the only ones. I'm, I'm open to pretty much Kimchi, everything after that. Um, sauerkraut. And so I think that, that's the whole reason I, you know, discovered 
that I enjoyed kimchi is this because I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll have some of that. And so um, you like fermented foods? Um, I actually, now that you mention it, yeah, I kind of do. Mm. Are there any fermented Beer. foods you won't eat? I haven't run into any, but I I would imagine that there are some probably that I wouldn't, but I <laughs> like I accidentally don't know what they are yet. <laughs> just just because of the nature of fermentation. <laughs> I would you know imagine I there are some, some good, very unattractive fermented foods. I love out there. me some good fermented orange juice. Yeah. Now things that were fermented it's, accidentally. It's no, like it's I'm like, not gonna go with that. It's, <laughs> it's like having a mimosa with it without the alcohol. Although it's working on it. On its own. Yeah, nothing goes nothing hmm. goes with uh um, what is this seltzer? Juice, like wild yeast. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I've had that before. I've had, we went to a diner once, and I got this orange juice, and we're like, "Wow, I think this is bad orange juice." And and everyone at the table is like, "Why? Why? What do you think this one?" It's like because it's it's like seltzer water. Yeah, it's like this. This Taste is carbonated. It. It's, like it, it's got a little bite to it. Um, for me, I think I think my uh, super. See, I was going to say sardines. Your power just went out. Well, my... Oh, this thing turned off. Oh, my little... oh that's what it was. I was, try... I was trying to figure out what this cable was in what, the back of my computer that was just kind of sitting... What does this button my... do? <laughs> Technical difficulties. You <laughs> Isn't that the dating game? The dating game. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And the reason I and the reason I know that is because of Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> Seriously. Yep. That's talk about but derivative. It does uh, solve a uh, solve a mystery because I was looking earlier today. I was this USB C cord just sticking out of the back of my ca- my computer, not hooked to anything, and I was like, "What the heck is this?" <laughs> Turns out <laughs> it goes to my light. <laughs> so it's powering your light. Um. I think from so I was going to say sardines because I love sardines, and most you people tried sardines. cannot. What you've sardines, what? Yeah, sardines. You've man. never tried sardines? I don't think so. I don't you mention it. Huh. Huh. <laughs> well, how is that possible? Uh, well, I I have the food and then I don't eat it. That's how it worked. Okay, we're gonna have some sardines. Well, Once upon a time, there was we're some gonna food, have we're gonna have different types. Of I think food. we need actually. This is something we have to do. I am not repulsed by sardines. I just haven't eaten any. Is Emily repulsed by sardines? Probably very. Okay, so so we can't really do it on in the we can't do it in the podcast. Well, I mean, she has to be out of the house. <laughs> yeah, they they're loud. <laughs> That's one way to put it. They are loud. Yes. Um, if by loud you mean they smell like quite a lot. Okay. Yes. So, um, but that's it's not my fish. final answer. My final answer would be creamed herring. Creamed herring. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's like a creamed herring. It's now like what? kind of like pickled a little bit and it's like creamy and it's like, it's the most disgusting thing you've ever seen. I was about to say creamy fish does not sound fun. It It's delicious. 
And okay. you, my friend, have to you need to you need to seek out your Is this a Baltimore your, thing? No. It's like a it's like a it's like a Scandinavian thing. You you should no, be well, embracing this thing. You're like yeah. full on Scandinavian. You're like Mr. Scandinavia. You should totally I'm, be embracing I'm mainly German, but yeah, the when we well, were that's in practically Norway, Scandinavian. I was, I was constantly <laughs> Constantly uh, taken for a local. And I mean, be like, and I'm like, hey, I have no idea what that was. Isn't, isn't I mean, Germany is basically like South Denmark, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, they, they, they really enjoy it when you call them that, too. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, pretty much. Actually, I think that I actually I think so. The story <laughs> of the very good of you, yeah. So, I think the story of Danishes, Danish pastries, actually goes back to. Uh, I may have my history wrong here, but who's going to fact check me? Um, <laughs> there was a, so the Danes, the Danish pastry makers had some sort of, there was some sort of guild strike, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so what happened was the pastry makers in Northern Germany, um, their pastries were imported into Denmark, uh, mm-hmm. during this period of time and it's those pastries it's like the descendants of those pastries that we now know of as uh. danish danishes mm-hmm. um they had like no resemblance bear no resemblance to the original like actual danish what are danish pastries and continue to be danish pastries but, like but what we eat as danish when you hear uh. about like danish is no like no resemblance to actual danish pastries and i know this because okay. my like is my mother's side of the family was Dan- danish or my grandmother's side of the family and like we would, and I would eat these things, and they were nothing like Danishes. Mm-hmm. Like anyway, um, so your smoked clearly fish, your mother is pickled fish. Is, uh, is is Danish? Is she? How many generations removed from? Well, Dane my mother, she was she? A, she was adopted, so she's like uh-huh. culturally one generation removed. Like biologically, who the hell knows? Okay, now should we? She was adopted here by Danish immigrants. So my grandmother, who uh, passed away a couple of years ago at the age of 94, um, she she was like uh, off the boat Danish, like she, but she came as gotcha. a child. So her parent, my great-grandmother and great-grandfather, who were, you know, very much Danish. Um, brought, <laughs> Intensely brought, Danish. Brought, <laughs> like big, vigorously Danish, which they would appreciate. Wrapped in a Danish flag, would, you know, Danish people—they're like, yeah. Um, <laughs> if they think one thing about Danish people is that they are, yeah, <laughs> Vikings. Those um, Danes, let me tell you, we can lift heavy things. Um, Some of them are melancholy, but the rest of them—that's true. <laughs> they don't get a lot of sunlight for part of the year. Well, then, you know, when your stepdad killed your dad and Oh, the whole Hamlet thing? Is that what we're doing now? We're doing Hamlet? Okay, you always got to bring it back to Shakespeare with you. He's the melancholy Dane. Anyway, anyway, your mother. Don't don't protest too much. All right, so we have... (laughs) That's from that movie. That's from that show. I know, I know. All right. (laughs) (laughs) We're having a moment. Just, just, okay. Um... So, uh, uh, my God, I lost my, totally lost my train of thought. Uh, You're talking about your mom. I don't know. Well, you were talking your, about your my mom. It's kind of weird, but, uh, I know. I think, <laughs> well, you know, I think, um, 
uh, yeah, my mom, my grandmother was was came. So she came to the U.S. as a child. Actually, she went mm-hmm. back and then came back because I have the actual ship logs with her names oh, on. Oh, cool! Them. It's really cool. Yeah, um, and uh, so yeah, well, culturally, I mean, that was kind of the core of my like like Christmas tradition, like the holiday traditions mm-hmm. and stuff were very much rooted in Danish traditions. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you do the the pickle? No. There was, I know that that's, that's, that's Germanic, not, but I mean, I think Danish I'm wondering thing. if they do. We did the almond. Where you do, but you hide the pickle in the tree, not a real pickle. And that's not Danish. <laughs> and it just flops on the ground and starts smelling. It's real bad. Um, <laughs> it's, not, the, it's not Danish. The, the almond okay, is Danish. I don't know. It's from like the almond is Danish. So what you would do is you would have as part of your, as part of your uh, Christmas Eve, because Christmas Eve is the big, so that's the big holiday dinner mm-hmm. the christmas yeah. holiday dinner um you would have uh right this like rice pudding it's like danish rice pudding mm-hmm. and uh one of the dishes like what would happen is that someone would drop an almond into the big vat of rice pudding mix it yeah. all up mm-hmm. and then they would you know sort of dollop it out to everybody and then whoever had the the almond Ooh, in theirs well here i'll get to that whoever whoever had the almond in theirs um is who won the prize they got like a gift okay um but you but here was the thing you had to hide the almond like so you couldn't take it out i'm like ha! i got the almond no because i think and i don't know whether this is like a true this part the real danish tradition or was it was just like what adults did to make sure that the kids ate all the rice pudding um uh-huh. but then that way you wouldn't you would have to finish it because you don't know oh right whether okay. it's still there right and then it got stupid like you know then they would start they would they would plant the almond like they knew exactly who was getting the almond and oh and, yeah i mean your and, parents you don't yeah it was always the guest the you know no whoever yeah. was it's stupid a, it's stuff. a PR move. It's totally, like those totally drawings a, from radio it's stations. Totally a, and you, even as a child, you got to the point where you knew. It's like, oh, no, I'm not getting the almond. <laughs> so then they started like giving. Like, I'm the middle kid. There's no way I never get the almond. I, I get a peanut. That's all I get. And, and then I remember like the, there were like the holidays where it was clear that they forgot to buy the almonds, and so there's no <laughs> almonds to be found. And so what you, they what they would use instead was like one of those like <laughs> almond shavings. Yeah, those little like, oh, kind right. of for like topping. Like, come on, this year it's a pencil. <laughs> Somebody, there's an eraser in there. <laughs> it's kind of all the same. Just don't eat it. We need that back. <laughs> oh my god, that's terrible. Can you imagine? <laughs> I'm just picturing like, like pulling this around, <laughs> and then for some reason, because I don't know why, you have to like erase something you've just written down. <laughs> we don't have to ask who got the eraser. I can see the bit now, like someone saying, "Oh, like I need to correct this." It's like, "Oh, don't worry." <laughs> well, I, have it right here. I just happen to, yeah, my so. Christmas rice pudding eraser. Oh, but um. Yeah, creamed, creamed herring. It's good stuff. Creamed herring, but you, you, I mean, you have to search far and wide, I think, to find people among our peers who would mm. agree that that's something worth eating. And, and and what is your opinion of it? I love it. 
Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. I like I like um, sardines too. I've liked sardines since I was a kid, like a little kid. Like I, I yeah. remember having them and my father would eat them. And Yeah, I, my dad ate a lot of sardines. I love them. He'll, he'll throw down on some anchovies too. Yeah, I, I never really, um, <clears throat> I was never presented with anchovies. I think the only time I ever, it was like the joke, like, oh, do you want anchovies on your pizza kind of thing? And the first yeah. time I ever had anchovies for real, I believe, was in a Caesar salad. Well, yeah, I mean, there's anchovy paste in Caesar salad. No, but there's also, sometimes there's like little, they actually will. Yeah, that's them. the thing. I mean, it makes sense that they would be in there because mm-hmm. you might have like chunky style. <laughs> the thick and hearty. Like, like, here, here's the thing. If you're in a restaurant and you order a Caesar salad and they ask you, do you want that chunky? <laughs> That's the sign right there. That's that's yeah. the moment that you should realize, like, oh, this is not an ordinary Caesar salad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nor an ordinary restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> like that's 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 when you should know. Yeah. But yeah, the um sometimes you get a one of these Italian restaurants um where they make the Caesar salad like at your table. It's almost like the table side guac, but oh. it's Caesar salad. Have we talked about that? What guac? The, the table side guac? I can't no, believe you just brought no, that up. Not. But they'll they'll do that. They'll have the mortar and the pestle, and they'll have the they'll have actual anchovies. They'll throw the anchovies in there and they'll squish them, and then they'll paste them up like there, and then they'll you know mix up the salad. I feel like uh, I, I know I know we've we've we're kind of we're kind of practically out of time, if not over time. But <laughs> I feel like I can't not I don't talk know, we've about. Been getting pretty ridiculously long. I, I feel like I can't not talk about this table side guacamole. Hit it. I think it's a. I think it's a terrible, terrible thing that should have never, ever been created. Oh, really? I I was getting a positive impression off of you. I have misread the situation. Oh, it's horrible. It should never happen. Okay. It should be banned. 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 Wow. Okay. Strong words for the table side guac. And I'll tell you why. And I have no opinion one way or the other. How can you not have so. no opinion? You just haven't thought about it. Well, that's I like, don't have it much. That's like saying you don't have an opinion about which way the toilet paper should should roll off the... Oh, no, I have a very strong opinion. Should, there's, there's two kinds of people in this world. The kind who, who, who load the toilet paper so it rolls off like the front. Like over, like, yeah. Right? Or, or people who just haven't thought about it. Right. Okay. Those are the two kinds of people. If you think about it, then it's clearly they yeah, yeah. right. Now I, I will I will say I will defend some people for for hanging it under style, and that is if you own cats. Okay, if, but then I mean you've got other problems then. If they're like doing this thing on the roll, it doesn't it doesn't yeah, it will. It'll unwind still go. the roll. Yeah, it'll still go. It'll, I mean, no, only if they're hitting on their one side. As soon as they've got a smart if, cat, they're going to hit know, They're the, going to whack it upwards. Nah, they're going <laughs> to grab the loose piece. And that's cool. Anyway. Well, could, they could do that. But, I mean, it's minimizing. You know, it's mitigating. The, my mother-in-law chaos, loads it. Paper related chaos. My mother-in-law is notorious for loading it the incorrect way. I even pointed this mm. out to her, of course. Right. I've, gone as, I've gone so far as to fix all the roles in her household mm-hmm. when I visit. 
That's, and she still does social quandaries when you she still are using does somebody's wrong. bathroom and it's wrong. Oh no, it. I go into the bathroom that I don't use. I go into their bath, their master bathroom, and I will change the role. <laughs> well, you noticed in the guest bathroom, and they just kind of see you storm out of there, going. No, I don't go find all the other bathrooms. Much more subtle than that. I I pray to like I believe that there's that moment when she's like sitting there and she's like she reaches like like. <laughs> oh, foiled again and um anyway she still does it wrong like seriously like i've talked you through it i've even changed it for you i've even aggressively changed it for you but you still <laughs> persist like what the heck is wrong with you like i don't anyway that's a different story i'm here to talk to you about tableside guacamole yes yes hit me with this why is this bad crimes so, against uh whatever so here you are you and I face were sitting face. across the table from one another. We've Couple ordered some guacamole and they come to the table. Yes. Table side guacamole. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and now it's this whole production. Right. Yeah. I it's, mean, it's, it's a production. An almost hibachi like experience. Yeah. <laughs> so what happens? Like I either now have to decide I'm going to stop having a conversation with you. Yeah. Because this is okay. what we're there for. We're there that. to have a conversation, to have a nice dinner, talk to each other, right? I'm not looking I'm not looking to be entertained. I'm like having a conversation. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to I didn't go to a dinner theater. It's right. not a dinner theater. At least with a hibachi, you know what you're it's, getting into. And hibachi, you're facing the hibachi guy. No, that's that's true too. I'm yeah. not facing the guacamole person. I'm facing you, right? So 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 now I have to decide, am I going to stop talking to you? Right. And stop our conversation. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Lord knows I'm not going to remember where I was. Right, right. I mean, it's not like I have a pencil to like write down. Like <laughs> We have oh, eaten no rice pudding, so we don't like, have pencils. Let's, like, as you would say, let's put a pin in this. Right. 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 And then I, and then I have to turn and give my attention to this guacamole prep person because otherwise I'm the schmuck who's sitting there like ignoring the ignoring person. Ignoring the guy. <laughs> doing table side guacamole. Yeah. And who wants to be that guy? So I don't. I and love not guacamole. Any of the rest of my food out here. I love guacamole, but I have. I kid you not. I have. I have asked. <laughs> I have said this. I've said to some like people in the restaurants where because the table side guacamole is usually the better guacamole too. It's like got all the good. Right, stuff yeah, anyway. I made it fresh, and you're watching them. So what I, I will say is like, can I have the table side guacamole, but not made table side? <laughs> Do it by that guy's table. Right. And then invariably now I have to explain this to whoever I'm with. Like, unless. Right. Because they're like, what? Why? I'm like, just what? hear me out. <laughs> you so now, see, now, I mean, that's really like, I, I know it's, maybe it's weird to have a strong opinion about table side guacamole. Maybe it sounds weird at Not first. Not really. But no, like, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Right? I also don't like the traveling the table, like when people like they're like they have like the bands that would travel around table to table or the little like oh, yeah. groups of people. Yeah. I don't want that. For the same reason too, because it's like, well, now we've uh, got to put everything that we're doing on pause. Yeah, and pay you know when it was nice, guys. and now was, I have no idea if I'm supposed to tip them or anything. You know when it was nice when you were over there, right? It was really yeah, nice you, when you were over there, and I was right if here. You had a designated area of floor. Maybe raise it up a little bit, and then a stand on that. <laughs> I, you know when it was it fine when you were at that you. other table. Until you this started getting not close, a big and then I started getting anxious, and I get anxious. Right, like, yeah, because you're like, oh, oh God, now I have to pay attention to them, next. and now I'm anxious. Like, not only do I have to pay attention to what they're doing, but they're serious entertainers. They're not like the guacamole dude. They're no. like their job is just to entertain, right? 
So now I have to actually act pleased. I actually have to like, I have to like, oh, have this smile on my face and maybe right. even like hum along or something. And then right, like I'm I have, supposed to know this song that they're playing. <laughs> and, 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 and I don't know when they're going to stop. Mm-hmm. And right. I, um, and I just is don't it, have that little energy Do they play until you tell them to go away? I'm like, how, how do you? Well, there's they no drift. rules. No, like, they, they don't drift. let this you know what me, the rules are. This happened to me at Jico. At Jico, oh, yeah? they had like a little, yeah. I didn't during, know they, were, they don't usually. Roaming, uh, I wouldn't have gone oh, otherwise. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they was there when, like, when they were doing this like this like thing with Lion King stuff. And, and they, had, they thought it was nice to have like these roving performers, which yeah. was lovely, except that they rove table to table. And then I yeah. get anxious. I start getting anxious because now I know it's coming. It's like a vacation. Mm-hmm. It's like two days into your vacation. You start thinking like, oh, my God, the end is going to be coming here soon. Like, right. What the heck is wrong with me? So now I'm why I can't even enjoy my meal. Because I'm worried, like, where are they? Corner of my eye, I'm like looking, like, are they, like, where they get to Going next? And then they're there. It's like a duck, duck, goose kind of thing. <laughs> in hell. <laughs> duck, duck, goose in hell. <laughs> I think we have our episode title. <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to hit stop. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Stop recording. <laughs> and stop the madness. <laughs> <laughs>